Welcome back to Black Canvas. On today's episode, I wanted to talk about relationships. And I wanted to talk about some healthy signs of a relationship and also some warning signs in relationships that we need to be aware of. And then also to kind of relay that to similar to an emotional cup of how at times we allow our cup to be filled and at times we empty our cup out. And I wanted to kind of really break down what that meant and then also to just discuss relationships in general. So at first, I want to talk about just a relationship. And many times when we think of especially intimate relationships, we see ourselves choosing someone for different reasons. For some of us, we choose someone based on our own family dynamic, either mom or dad or maybe grandparents, things that we liked or we saw, or maybe sometimes things we didn't like or we saw in our relationships. We can sometimes gravitate to an individual that may not be the best for us. But when we think of a relationship with ourselves, a lot of us struggle even with that internal dialogue of convincing ourselves that we are worthy of love, that we are imperfect, but we're perfect the way we are in our imperfections. So relationships, as I always like to say, starts with from within first. When we start to find those parts of ourselves that we either like or dislike, and we can actually start to normalize the conversation of discussing it with others and ourselves, um, i.e. through journaling, through counseling, through being able to have that spiritual advisor, someone I can reach out to, to be able to kind of bounce the pros and cons with will really help us to be able to determine where we're going to be in future relationships with others. So when I think of that relationship with self, it goes back to what are those things I'm doing for myself that are positive, that keep me feeling better, but also what are some of the things I've done that have been or are currently negative or I deem to be negative that keep me in a rut or keeps me making those same choices or decisions. So when I think of some healthy signs of relationships, I think of sharing your values with someone else. So when we think of a value, what is our actual value system? What are things we value within ourselves? It goes back to spirituality for some of you guys. It can also be maybe family. It can be money. It can be a job. It can actually be school or education can be a value. For some of you guys, you may not even want to have maybe kids or to get married. That's something to definitely discuss with someone before starting that relationship of these are the things I'm looking for, right? And then that when that person can understand this is what you're expecting or these are the things you're needing, then you can determine if that will be a good fit going forward. Um, so I do believe that when we think of shared values, it's important. Mutual respect is something else that is very important that we have in healthy relationships. When we develop mutual respect for someone, then we can actually have open communication. And open communication is very important for us to be able to talk, but also to be able to listen. And listening is very important in relationships. It's not only listening verbally to what someone says, but also picking up on nonverbal cues. So for example, let's say you're in a relationship and someone is maybe looking in a different direction when you're talking or maybe folding their arms or maybe they may sigh like, <sighs> like they don't want to hear it, right? We don't know specifically if it's actually directed to us or it can be an indirect nonverbal cue that someone may have um, at times that can definitely hurt that relationship. So when we heard the <sighs> That's verbally what cueing and saying that maybe I'm disgusted or I'm tired or I have something else going on. The nonverb, as we mentioned, folding your arms, maybe looking in a different direction, 
Sometimes those things can cause someone who's already maybe insecure in that relationship, or maybe if there's been tension in the past, it can recreate that tension once again, which can lead to that relationship falling apart. Or it can be something that's positive because now that causes me to discuss and be more assertive in my communication to ask, how are you feeling? Or to give that person time to be able to decipher when they're ready to share. And we have to remember in our timelines, many of us have timelines for what we expect or in we set unrealistic or unhealthy expectations. But we have to give someone else a chance to be able to tell us how they feel. And that way we can be able to have that sense of trust and communication with that individual by sharing how we feel. Um, I also believe with healthy signs, we have to remember also that you have to learn to accept each other. So that goes back to there may be certain things that someone is used to doing or saying, and I have to be okay with this is what I'm willing to accept. And these are things I'm not willing to accept. This goes back to what I mentioned a little earlier about talking about things before we decide if we really want to marry this person or build a life with this individual. It's the same thing we can say when we are looking for a job. You want to be able to feel safe. You want to be able to share how you feel. But you also need to learn how to set boundaries and learn to accept this is who I am today. And we're not saying that we can't change and to grow. And a lot of times we'll see in even in friendships that we sometimes outgrow some of our childhood friendships. It doesn't mean that that person is bad. It doesn't mean that that person is good. It just means that we have just gone in separate directions. And I think it goes back to In relationships, you need to have healthy disagreements at times. You need to be able to share. These are things I don't agree with. But also to be respectful that that person still has their own sense of feelings and belonging. And they may have issues with trust. So if you discredit what they're saying or you're not willing to at least empathize with how they're feeling, it can cause that person to feel that they're worthless or maybe that their opinion doesn't matter. So we have to still be respectful and have the mutual respect amongst each other. But we also need to realize that that person has their own view and their view is important as well. Now, let's talk about some of the warning signs in relationships. One of them is guilt tripping. And you'll see that happen a lot, right? Someone can guilt trip you into something or making you feel as though that you have to do something because of what they've done for you in the past. Or maybe because they feel responsible or you feel responsible, vice versa, to have to do something for someone. We need to get out of that, you guys. It's important for us to have freedom of choice, freedom to help someone if we choose to and not expect things in return, but also to know that if someone is making me feel guilty, I'm choosing to take on the guilt. I want to repeat that. If I am choosing to feel guilty or to have guilt, I'm choosing to take that on myself, you guys. And we have to remember that if I take on guilt, there may be many reasons why I do so. It might be because I'm used to seeing this in my life. I've seen it in past friendships or maybe it's something I've seen with my parents where they have interacted the same way. And maybe the result that happened was someone getting their way. So it can be something to be aware. If that's something you struggle with, we need to be aware of not guilt tripping others, but also not allowing ourselves to be put in that same box. Another warning sign we need to be aware of is the actual compulsive lying. Now, there's sometimes when we talk about lies, especially lies versus secrets, you'll see someone who may have a lie of omission, not necessarily saying they're flat out lying to you, but sometimes they omit parts of the truth because they feel the truth is going to hurt. 
I think it's important to know that a lie of omission is still a lie. A half truth is still half the truth and half a lie. A white lie is still a lie. And if we don't actually acknowledge that we're not being true to ourselves or to others, then we can continue to have that disconnect in a relationship, which can cause what we'll start to see the gaslighting or even manipulation. And when someone tries to manipulate us or we're trying to manipulate someone else, then we start to see that we can cause a lot of issues in that relationship. Another warning sign to kind of remember you guys is sometimes using money as a control mechanism. And you'll start to see that where people will say, I make the most in this relationship, so it's important for you to follow my rules. Or this person feeling as though because I'm not physically or able to work the way I used to or provide the money like I could, then I don't have the same value as the person that's going out from nine to five. That's not necessarily the case. And it's important for you to know that if things change in a relationship where someone else may have um, more money or more time or more energy into something else, then you guys need to have a discussion to make sure that both parties are not using that against each other, as we mentioned earlier with guilt tripping. Um, or we need to kind of talk about the fact of that you don't want that to be an intimidation or for someone to blame you and say that you're not good enough because of what you can't bring to the relationship. Because in relationships, we bring a lot, right? We bring ourselves, of course, but we bring also some of our baggage that we've had from the past, or we can actually bring a new way of thinking into the future. So it's important if we do have that as an issue that we don't want to have that unreasonable jealousy or maybe someone saying, oh, what are you doing with your time and your money? It's important to sit down and actually at dinner or at breakfast or whatever time you guys choose to have an open discussion of these are some of the things going on with me today. These are things I was struggling with yesterday. And when you start to communicate and talk more, then it won't be as much of a trigger as it once was. And that will help you to understand that your relationship is going in either a positive or negative direction if you guys aren't able to communicate effectively. I lastly want to talk about like an emotional cup. And um, I remember my mom always telling me, my cup run it over. I remember hearing that phrase, my cup run it over and hearing that, you know, very from a very young age. And I never understood what that meant. A lot of times people think of that as a negative from when I've talked to people about my cup run it over. What does that mean? It doesn't necessarily mean it's a negative. Sometimes when we empty our cup or it's filled and it's overfilled, it can be of joy. It can be something where I have so many blessings or great things happening in my life that I can't keep it all in one cup. And that goes back to us being able to spread love and positivity to others and sharing with them, what have we done? What have I done for myself? What have I done to help the next person? That's a positive way of looking at it. But there's also the negative way where you feel like, when is the next glass slipper going to fall again? Or when am I going to have to get out of this? Or will I ever get out of this? And that's where we start to get caught in that negative way of thinking. And we call that automatic negative thoughts. And it's important if we're stressed or if we've been rejected by others or if we felt lonely or isolated from other people that we need to talk about it. If we've been fatigued and exhausted, right? We've all been there, right? We get overwhelmed that we need to have someone we can talk to and connect with. And that way, when we can talk either one-on-one or in a group or that we can actually discuss it with someone we can trust, then we can actually learn how to deal with that emotional cup. 
That way it won't feel like it's overfilled negatively. Or if it is in a positive or negative light, then I'll understand how to deal with it in an effective way. So I want you guys to remember that it's so important that we can allow a lot of our feelings to dictate our behaviors, but they're still healthy as well as unhealthy ways of dealing in relationships. And that way, if we're doing things in a negative direction or saying things that can be harmful, that can hurt that love and that security that we do have or even affection in our relationships, then we need to be aware of it and be aware of the positive and negative things that can happen if we learn how to think different. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and I want you guys to continue to not only support me, but support other podcasts that are out there that talk about self-help, which is what I'm all about. Being able to talk about topics that are going to be very helpful to not only you, but being able to share and to pay it forward to others. So I want you guys, if you can, please follow me on Facebook, Tuma's Gift. Um, I would love for you guys to be there and to support me in my endeavors. And let's remember to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. Thank you.